Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And sorry, I didn't mean to overmodulate the mic there, but we have a really interesting show for you. There's a lot of things that are surfacing. I've been watching the actions. Uh, he's been under surveillance by me and doesn't know it until now, but I've been watching John Wayne, and um, he's on top of a few really important stories here and stuff that's not even being discussed openly and frequently as it should be in the uh, alternative media and much less the Marxist stream media and so we're going to get into that with John and we've got a lot to cover so I'm going to shut up and we're going to get right to work. John welcome to the show and uh, as we know there's many doors that will open up knowledge of what we're facing so what door are we going to enter first? Well, you know, the one thing that I've found that's very interesting as of late is um, the biometric cataloging for the Department of Homeland Security, fusion centers, and data collection. And um, it it should outright frighten people to the extent to come to understand what they are really trying to do here with all this. You know, um, I came across a machine in my waking, breathing life and it's called the AMST2. And I think folks need better pay attention to this. And if you come across said machine, do not put your face in it. So what this thing is, is it says, it, well, actually, it comes from a company called CARE, C-A-R-E dot A-I. Oh, and, <laughs> oh how ironic. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, I mean, this is uh, Orwell 84, I mean, to the hill, you know, I mean, talk about uh, Aldous Huxley's uh, A Brave New World. Oh, yeah. You know, um, so this thing is, it's uh, on, on this actual site, this care.ai, it's a smart entry autonomous monitoring sensor. The AMS-T2 is a powerful smart entry sensor that can safely arrive employees, patients, and visitors. Guests and employees complete mobile surveys and attention forms before their arrival and then use a provided QR code for touchless check. The T2 also checks temperatures and alerts staff if an individual results are outside of normal. It's got a list here of the things that it, I guess what they're doing with this and it's, uh, I'll read them as such. COVID and vaccine self-attestation, temperature screening, touchless check-in, touchless clock-in, <laughs> BOLO alerts. Yeah, tell, tell the audience what BOLO stands for. Uh, yeah, BOLO is an acronym for Be On The Lookout. Yeah. So BOLO alerts and security screening, track and trace, and people counting. Um, <clears throat> come across that there the other day, and... Um, my goodness, it's just, it is not good news. And like I said, anybody that comes across these things, you had best be aware not to put your face in front of them. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, I had to, and I didn't, and I didn't even think about it until after the fact of the matter. But, you know, I got to reading today on um, the field manual. Uh, 30, uh, let's see here. Let me look. I've got it pulled up here. I just want to make sure I get everything correct and I'm not misquoting anything. Uh, field manual number 3-39.40, the internment and resettlement operations. Um, it's a quite hefty document, but within the document, I came across, um, well, um, them speaking about bio biometrics for the military to detain and or 
um, move somebody around. And if you don't mind, you mind if I read this real quick? No, go ahead. We want to be accurate, so I think this is important. Absolutely. So this comes from said document that I just mentioned, um, M1, and that's where it's this, uh, this part of the dialogue is within the document. M1, a biometric is a measurable physical characteristic of personal behavior trait used to recognize the identity or verify the claimed identity of an individual. Biometrics is the process of recognizing an individual based on measurable anatomical, physiological, and behavioral characteristics. M2, biometric terms, recognition, verification, and identification are sometimes used interchangeably. This usage is not only confusing, but incorrect. Each term has a different unambiguous meaning. The meaning of specific biometric-related terms includes, and these are in bullet points, recognition. Recognition is a characteristic relating to the fundamental functions of identification or verification. Recognition is a generic term in the description of a specific biometric application for the example facial or iris recognition. Recognition does not equate to verification. Second bullet point, verification. Verification is a task in which a biometric application confirms a subject's biometric sample by matching it against his stored biometric file. This is also known as authentication. The third bullet point, identification. Identification is a task in which a biometric application compares a submitted biometric sample against all of the biometric samples on file to determine whether it matches any of the samples within the database and, if so, provides the known identity of the biometric subject whose sample was matched. Identification is closed set if the person is known to exist in the database, it is an open set. If the person is not known to exist in the database, well, it says uh, M3 here, biometric enabled intelligence operations enhance military capabilities to dominate, protect, and manage individual identities. Current and emerging technologies continue to provide increased biometric capability for military police and military forces. Biometric technology can be leveraged to collect and maintain evidence for criminal investigation and subsequent prosecution. Or plant data to convict the innocent. Absolutely, without a doubt, Dave. I mean, this is, um, you know, this uh, document, it was drawn up February 12th of 2010. Here we are 11 years down the road, and they are rolling all of this out as fast as they can. Pre-crime, baby. Tom Cruise would be smiling ear to ear. All right, you know, uh, Minority Report, you know, I mean, this is, uh, you know, and they've got all the analytics to do this and back it up. And not only that, but the storage database centers. Let me finish off with this here real quick. It says it can also be used to and or for identifying personnel for vetting access or other security or accountability requirements. This technology is also leveraged by human personnel within the MI community. There are two major types of biometric data that are especially useful to military police and human collectors. These are personal identification data, you know, a fingerprint, a palm, uh, palm print, and other biological information, voice print, facial scan, and or retina scan. This data is documented in databases that can be compared to the to identify the individual upon collection of biological data slash evidence at a later date. Another type is biometric data that indicates source truthfulness, or what we would know to be as polygraph data. 
Polygraph evidence requires certified polygraph operators to administer and interpret that data. M4, biometric-enabled intelligence operations integrated biometrics applications with operational and tactical missions to fulfill identified protection requirements. Several key activities are conducted when applying biometric technology. These activities are typically conducted independently of one another. However, they are all interconnected and interdependent. For an example, an, an analyst at the strategic level may conduct analysis by querying databases and establishing linkages and patterns while at the tactical level. <clears throat> um, Appendix M, M2, FM 3-39.40, February 12, 2010. Uh, just to put it back out there again for the date and the uh, document in reference. Soldier on patrol or a soldier on patrol may be collecting biometric data on individuals subsequent to a raid or criminal apprehension. All activities depend on each other for success. The activities include collect which capture biometric and related contextual data from an individual with or without his or her knowledge, create and transmit a standardized high-quality biometric file consisting of a biometric sample and contextual data to a database for recording or matching. You know, I mean, I, this goes on for a bit. I don't know if you want me to continue going on with this. I mean, it's... Uh, I'm, get, I'm getting it. Okay, l let's put a summary on this, though. I mean, something that someone could walk away with a, with a one or two sentence explanation what would you say to that well i'd have to say that this is uh, being used to uh refine and define the lists of who will be going to the uh concentration camps fema camps or the detainment facilities the relocation facilities and or re-education facilities you know um it, it, this is totally as nefarious as nefarious gets and you know, like I said, we have to mention the fusion centers and the uh, other centers that are retaining this information, like the Facebook Altoona, Iowa. Um, uh, I mean, it's a they they say it's a server farm, but um, these buildings are awfully, awfully, awfully big. And um, just for the reference here, it's interesting to note that on Google Earth, the telemetry data is not updated over that site for where they have that built these buildings. Oh, that's interesting. That's you know, I guess, like, in all in all, you know, I put another video in here, or I put a video in our chat log here. I don't know if you've seen it yet or if you've been um, aware of it, but in Ireland, I believe Dublin, Ireland, a guy uh, flew out of country, come back, refused to uh, quarantine, and the law came dressed in full-out biohazard suits. <laughs> yeah, I saw this. <laughs> and carted him off. <laughs> biohazard suits. <laughs> oh my God, those are like three people that wear, or a person that wear three prophylactics when having protected sex. Uh, they wear five face masks. <laughs> I'm sorry for the humor, but I, I saw that story. I couldn't stop laughing. I, the poor man, I do feel bad. But are these people just jackass morons or what? You know, well, like we've said, you know it as well as I do. Any of these people that are the useful idiots that go out and conduct and execute the orders on the behest of the almighty, all-powerful, all-seeing government will yes, eventually sir. one day themselves become um, non-essential. If we could put yeah. it that way. You remember that uh, Twilight Zone episode called Obsolete? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Meredith Burgess. What a great job he did in that. But uh, the Inquisitor, <laughs> here he is going to put Meredith Burgess to death. And he does. But Meredith Burgess ends up putting him to death. And it just shows mm-hmm. you the fate of the brown shirts. When you join an illegitimate system, the system will one day prey on you. That's right. Like I said, when their usefulness is up, well, then they are expendable themselves. And, you know, um, I don't know what it's going to take to get this through to a lot of these thick-skulled, thick-headed um, uh, thugs or um, goons. Uh, goons would, might be a better word. Uh-huh. But the thing is, this this is fact. This has uh, been well-documented in history throughout millennia. And by goodness, um, we are coming to that grand crescendo again, where either we're going to uh, get rid of this tyranny and move on into a peaceful uh, form of existence of humanity, or uh, we're going to fall into a full-fledged, full-form dictatorial rule by tyrannical uh, means. And we cannot allow any of this to happen. You know, I mean, I find it amazing. There are a lot of doctors that are coming forward and speaking truth to knowledge at uh, school yeah. board meetings at um, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, all you know, these other places. What's interesting, the two biggest groups that are standing up to the vaccine and saying no, number one, it's people working in the medical field, doctors and nurses. And number two, it's PhDs. That's right. What yeah. does that tell you? Well, you know, they're educated and they know what the hell is really going on and happening with this stuff. And, you know, completely, I mean, in uh, abject dual polar opposites of like what you would consider to see being the layman on the side of the street or, you know, on the corner of the road that doesn't know anything about any of this stuff. These people do. And they're coming out and speaking truth to power. You know, and I saw something that's like, um, it was to the effect of, you know, do you think any of these people that have had these shots are getting buyer's remorse now? Yes. Right. And Absolutely. there's nothing they can do. Not a darn thing they can do at all. That's right. You know, I caught that, uh, I, I watched that uh, thing you sent me with Celeste, and all of this is tied within what you and Celeste were talking about. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's why I uh, said, read it. People need to know this. You know, Celeste will put things up on the screen, one of the advantages of doing a TV interview sometimes. And she doesn't interject herself into the interview at all. She just says, here it is. Here's the source. It's always classified, but people need to know. Most classified information is what we call open sourced, which means Mm -hmm. if you know where to look, you can access it, and they can't do anything to you. Well, they're not supposed to be able to do anything to you. And then there's closed source where it's hidden and covert and you can get in trouble. So uh, Celeste gives me open sourced intelligence and she just puts it up on the screen and the evidence speaks for itself, just like what you did did today when you read from that document. But let's encapsulate everything here. I think think we're still looking for a summary of this uh, CARE AI. Mm-hmm. If you were, if someone said to you, you only can use four sentences to describe this to me, what would you say? I would say it's uh, databasing and cataloging for uh, the Department of Homeland Security, Department of Defense, and uh, other interim agencies within the United States. And if not even that, I'd say maybe even for foreign national um, um, 
well, you know, like let's say China or any other body, anybody else that we could deem to be a threat to our way of life, our society, they could use this technology to identify people that would not side with them and, you know, toe the party line, so to speak. This is a form of tagging and bagging. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? That's right. Oh, absolutely, without a doubt. Yeah. That's really how I see it. I I don't think there's any other interpretation there. It's, um... This is just, uh... This is beyond ludicrous. Um, how did you come across this? Well, my dad had to spend some time in a hospital. Um, he's in congestive heart failure. He's in reaching the ends of his existence here on this plane. And as I would go to see him, I mean, I went through the front door the first three times. I made sure to wear a mask, you know, inside a hospital. I can see where that could be somewhat reasonable. Um, mm-hmm. Sure. And I didn't see the machine there. Uh, the fourth time I'd went in, there was this little old lady sitting there at the front desk said, you know, we need to get your temperature. Okay, I figured you're going to run the thing across my forehead, you know, this acclimation for the Mark of the Beast system. Well, it was a little bit more advanced than that. It was this, uh, well, what, well, let me get the name here again. I just want to make sure I call it for what it is, uh, you know, in its true form of definition. The AMS-T2 Smart Entry Autonomous Monitoring Sensor. Um, I had a face mask on, but it's interesting with this thing. I took some pictures of it, by the way. I got them here. And it says here for you to get a complete uh, scan, (laughs) you have to take your glasses off and your face shield and your hat and all that. Well, I mean, if it's just for the temperature, well, then why do you have to do that? Oh, that's right, because it's recording the biometrics of the irises. You know, um, Dave, I've got to mention this here. When I uh, put my face in front of this thing, I, I put my face in front of it and then I kind of like I jerk back and kind of like recoil like oh my god I can't even believe I have to do this and she goes oh no you have to hold your face there longer as I pull back in recourse of recoil from this biometrics machine it scanned me at a temperature of 102.3 <laughs> which was not real and then I sure as heck was not running any temperature she goes no you got to put your face into it longer so I put my face into it longer and it came out as a reading of 98.7 so, um, with even looking into this thing and retracting in kind of a form of horror, it registered me as a 102.3. So, therefore, that's going to go into a database recognitioning system, and I am now on a formal list of having a temperature of that, I would assume. Not unless it corrected itself and put the correct temperature down, as which I'm highly doubting that it did. Dave, this is um, it's damned important that we're bringing this up and talking about it because, like you said, nobody else is really mentioning this here anywhere else. Into the fact, I mean, into the forms of how we are discussing it right now. I'm stunned. It sounds like you had a pretty easy time following the lines here and coming up with this information. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't too hard after getting the picture of the machine and then looking up the company that's, you know, name is written literally on the bottom of the machine. And for people out there that, you know, this is a radio broadcast, you can't see it, you're just uh, hearing this audibly. It it is basically um, what you would consider to be a tablet, uh, you know, like something you would hold and get on the uh, Internet with or do your social media networking. Um, It's the same type of thing, same form of technology just hooked up to places of well like we said you know god only knows where all the information is being stored 
I would have to say probably at the fusion centers and the data cataloging centers uh, for the national defense and uh, you know the national uh, health services. I mean, all these different things. I mean, we know that all these organizations are intermingled and connected one way or the other, uh, just short of uh, six days from Sunday. <laughs> you know, this, is, this song just came to mind. Remember, one way or another, we're going to get you, get you, get you. Boy, does that ever fit or what? It fits for this here, yes. It does. I mean, it's this is um, this is the full setup for the Orwellian takeover and the enslavement, uh, the formal uh, in furthering of in the enslavement of humanity. Um, I, I mean, I can't. I'll, I, it's disturbing, <laughs> to say the very least. Beyond disturbing. Um, so they can track you anywhere. Would you agree with that? I would have to say so, Dave, and I, I found this interesting. Um, when I started seeing this kind of technology begin to roll out, it was maybe about five and a half years ago, and Walmart signed a contract with the Department of Homeland Security. I don't know if you remember this. I think you've covered it in it in, it in yeah, yeah. at that time. Uh-huh. And during that time that they signed this contract with Walmarts, um, all these facial recognition scanners began popping up at the uh, self-checkout registers. So, yeah, they've been doing this for quite some time, and they have been building their lists and databases um, through said technology. Amazing. Amazing. I, 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 uh, I'm going to get on the rocket with Elon Musk and go to Mars. <laughs> yeah, here's what I'm wondering, though, too. I raised this on a podcast, hypothetically, I did recently, a couple days ago, in fact. And I said, if they can track you by your heartbeat, which is part of what you're talking about here, that's what I covered. Mm-hmm. They can track you by your heartbeat. Can they turn your heartbeat off? You know, I, I would not doubt that one single bit at all. Um, and to what degree? You know, it's it, it's um, it's really something to behold. So I had a friend that come over and saw me the other day. His grandfather passed away from getting the stab of which he was kind of like a grandfather to me and me and his grandson are friends. And he proposed a question. He goes, John, I want you to tell me what's going on. Okay, well, first you're going to have to tell me what you're dealing with here. He goes, well, you know, the other day I was just thinking, I didn't utter, didn't say, didn't speak, nothing at all. And then boom, on my cell phone, there was an ad for what I was just literally just yeah. thinking. The country's just waking up to this. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I said, over the past uh, two and a half years, he yesterday would be the sixth or seventh person that has come to me asking me about this. And I say, well, um, it should be pretty obliv- uh, obliviously clear that they are able to <laughs> literally read your thoughts in real time. And this gets to the, uh, 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 the uh, what is it, the well, oxide. I'm going to say this. If his cell phone was in proximity... See, I'm going to trigger another set of bands that come to me. We're looking for a heavy bag and um, to go into our home gym. And we were talking about the table. So my son and I are going back and forth about what kind of features do we want on it. And that night, nonstop, on my phone, which obviously picked up the conversation, on my laptop, um, everywhere... I was online. I kept getting pop-up ads for Fight Camp. Mm-hmm. And, uh, in fact, I just got an email from them today. And uh, they they got my email somehow. 
and they um, send out all this stuff. It, so it looks like a good company. I mean, we may do business. We're not ready yet. We got to clear some more space to expand our gym, but um, we may. When it comes time to do it, we may do it. But the thing is, is when your friend was talking, I don't think it's that they read your mind. Um, an electronic device in the vicinity picked this up. And by voice recognition, they know who it was. They have all our voice prints on file. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, especially those of us that do um, broadcasting, without a doubt. You know, um, I went to, you know, I, I could come on here and say, I tried harder than I ever tried before, but I just have to raise your taxes. Bill Clinton. And mm -hmm. um, I could disguise my voice. I'm not saying that's a good imitation, but I could disguise my voice, you know, and I talk like my friend Larry. How y'all doing? Hey, let's go play some ball. And it's mm -hmm. one of my best friends. Okay, now I imitate him pretty good, and um, he uh, probably imitates me too. <laughs> Might be giving him the middle <laughs> finger right now. But anyway, the fact is, even when I disguise my voice like these character actors, mm -hmm. they can pick up who it really is. That's right. You know, they can uh, tune into the actual vocalizations on the specific cores within the uh, uh, vocal cords within the you know throat. I mean, this is um, it, this is over the top technology. And you know, Eisenhower was warning us of the military-industrial complex. Well, make no mistake about it. This is tied firmly into that. You know, um, and speaking of doing voice changes and this and that, you know, I, you know, Bill Gates, you know, I want to kill six billion people on the face of the earth because we're overpopulated. You know, yeah, screw you, Bill Gates. I'm sorry. Excuse me, Dave. I'm just, you know, I'm fed well, up. No, he might be right. We are overpopulated. So let's start with the Gates family. Well, right. Yeah. Let's let's start with go. all those that say first. we're overpopulated. Yeah. You know, um. It, it's it's just something to behold and to see this monolithic maniacal machine that they have built and put forth to suppress and subdue and enslave humanity even further it's just uh, mind-boggling i mean even down to this little tiny tablet machine that is doing full-on biometric scanning for dhs cataloging what do you make of that well, you know, I I don't I think I don't know if you've I okay let's so let's say, um, I don't know where I'd heard it or I can't remember, but they were saying something to the effect that the guillotines that'll be used in camps will be ran through uh, will be ran off biometrics. So if you're put into the machine and the thing scans your face and says, oh nope, not this one, obviously you're going to be taken out of the machine and allowed and allotted to live and or be re-educated. If the machine uh, recognizes you as a dual-on threat through these AI algorithms, well, then off comes your head as if you were Marie Antoinette during the French Revolution. Hmm. What if I have a change of heart and I start chanting, all hail to Satan, long live Biden, Kamala Harris is beautiful and the most intelligent person I've ever known. If I started with these uh, observations, could, could I change my fate? I don't know. That's a good question. You know, um, it, you know, and I don't, so you mentioned that, okay, so all, all hail Satan, right? Did you see the news broadcast there the other day? I don't know if you've seen the video of it. Uh, somewhere here in the country, I think it was like ABC2 or something like that. I'd have to look at, find the video and get a more 
uh, definite thing on this, but they were doing their, their newscast and report. And then after they go to, you know, how they'll do a cut scene, they'll be reporting about something uh, in their community. Well, they did, got done with the cut scene, and then boom, here pops on the screen a full-on satanic ritual. Uh, <laughs> you know, and the, oh. the the news broadcaster sitting there, she's kind of, she's kind of like, uh, and then nope, just carried on with whatever the next uh, news topic was. But yeah, this is, uh, I mean, this is all satanic, Luciferian. Now, how could uh, she possibly doctor. have continued on? You know, and when when she's looking at somebody and says. Put the dog down, Damien. Put the dog down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just this is incredible, man. I I just we couldn't make this up. Do you, I I want the audience to understand what you just heard. You just heard verbatim testimony from a government document that they're going to tag you and bag you electronically. They're, this is the way they put you on a list. And uh, I know for a fact from the um, NSA. They have a threat matrix list. They score you on 16 scales, and then they give you an aggregate score. No one knows what the cutoff is. No one knows the real criteria, but we can guess and pretty easily, Absolutely. I think. But but uh, they're coming after us, man. They are. They're, um, people are waking up across the country. They know about the voter fraud. They know about Afghanistan and that debacle. People have had it. And, and, and it's interesting. Um, let's put it this way. They better hurry up and close the deal because America is not the same country it was at the election. Right. You know, I mean, and they are, they're going hell bent for election, <laughs> uh, pun intended, um, to, you know, completely usurp everything that is even uh, utterly morally good, justified, and wholesome. I mean, they don't want any of that. They want everything to be virtually uh, as vile as they can get it, you know. And to add to this system how they're cataloging people, Dave, it's interesting. I went and picked my um, uh, well, nie- uh, nieces and nephew up from school. And at the at the children's school, not the high school, you know, like uh, maybe K through what whatever it would be, um, kindergarten through what would it be like fifth grade so whatever the case may be um they had all the children lined up out in front of the building in a single file line which is you know i could see uh, being reasonable but the thing that i saw that was an absolute major red flag to me and i know you and steve quail have uh, covered this quite indepthly too and i've covered it as well the red blue green and yellow lists for the um, detainment of people well, the children were lined up in front of these signs, and, well, guess what color the signs were, the print on them. They were white background signs, and, well, the one sign was red, the second sign was yellow, the third sign was blue, and the fourth sign was green, with the children lining up behind these signs to get them acclimated to this color coding system. It's amazing how they're cataloging. Mm-hmm. That tells me the extermination is going to be regimented, highly regimented. It's not going to be random. A lot of people think the Chinese will go door to door, and that's how it'll be done. But I don't think so. I see camps, guillotines, and whatever else. What do you think? Well, absolutely, without a doubt. I believe that that is one of their full-on form plans for uh, means of getting rid of people. You know, it's uh, even stated in the ICD-9 Billing Codex and even the ICD-10 
for uh, death by decapitation via guillotine. Um, you know, and like I said, you know, the indoctrination of the youth, um, children around the age of five and on up are standing before signs that have got a specific color on them. So they're getting acclimated to stand before these uh, colored signs. I mean, you can't make any of this up. And I mean, I wish I was reporting about, uh, you know, fluffy bunnies and butterflies and rainbows and, you know, kitty cats and all this and that. But hey, man, no, um, we are in an absolutely detrimental bound, of uh, bound form of time within our existence for where we are right now. And it's either good will prevail or evil will prevail. And I firmly believe that Father Above has all of this well in hand. But the thing is, you know, I saw a thing today where they're saying, what is it? I think 60% of the country is beginning to uh, fall short or, you know, uh, fall away from Father. And it speaks of all these things. And, you know, I, I look at all of this and I firmly believe right now, Dave, that we are firmly placed within Revelations chapters 16 through 18, somewhere within them. I don't even know how to respond to this. I don't recognize this country. No, this isn't the country I grew up in. You know, um, it's the polar opposite of what we, especially you, you've got quite a few years of age on me, which I'm not saying careful, anything bad at all. Careful, now, I know, careful, I know, careful. I know, I know. Godspeed to you, Dave. Now, you're a great guy, you know. I mean, I'm just saying. I'll take you, you out know. on the perimeter and I'll drop J's on you <laughs> if you don't stop this. <laughs> But, you know, the thing is, like, when you were a child, I mean, this is uh, way completely different. You know, I mean, I, oh I grew up God. in the 80s and 90s, and you, and even you could attest from the changes that happened from when you were a child up to the 80s and 90s. Well, from me, you know, growing up in the 80s and 90s up till now seeing this, I mean, this is, uh, this Bad. is not the United States of America. No, no. we've been conquered. We're, we're an occupied nation. Um, what I'm finding out in the Arizona officials not all of them too many of them and related business interests we are a, we may as well officially be a chinese colony mm -hmm. this is and what i'm finding I, I you know i've released a lot of my information around to colleagues because i don't want to do a breitbart you know hey i'm going to come out with something that'll really turn you against the president tomorrow and then he ends up dead so no i, I learned my lesson from breitbart when i have something controversial I spread it far and wide among confidential sources, and then I go from there. But right. um, I'm getting China's buying off our officials out of country. Um, people go, how do you find that out? I have low friends in high places, and um, there's a. It's actually there's a legislature. A legislator is actually talking to me about some of these things, and I won't be specific more than that. But it's funny when I hear a small world. Her Absolutely. mom and my mom were best friends before they passed. Right on. How funny is that? It's, it's a small, small it's world. Small world, buddy. And um, these officials in various counties are starting affidavit movements similar to California. Criminal affidavits. Um, folks, the worm is turning here. We're getting information out of Afghanistan. I can't even tell you everything I know right now, John, and I, and, and I wouldn't even tell you off the air because I'm just saying something so dramatic from our side is going on that if I said it, it would endanger American lives. I, and I don't I don't doubt that at all. You know, Dave, thousands, I saw something. There. Thousands. 
I saw something the other day where uh, Monkey works on YouTube. He does excellent uh, work tracking yeah, I, military flights. Yeah, I've just become flights. familiar with him, yep. And he uh, found a flight <laughs> that had landed in Kabul, Hamid Karzai Airport, which was an Air Force One aircraft. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, interesting developments are taking place. And, you know, like I said, we don't want to jump too far off uh, the deep end or, you know, stand too far out on the end of the branch. Of the, uh, the, the well, end I, of the I branch. can tell you this. I can tell you this. This is ancillary to the what I know. Biden has met with Chinese nationals through this crisis, and they're guiding him. I that's don't a fa- that's that. a fact. This and this is not open to conjecture. This is a fact. You know, I mean, that makes me wonder if the meetings took place there at uh, Kamid, uh, uh, Hamid Karzai or over there at Camp David, or if it was at uh, some other undisclosed location, you know. But, I mean, I am not, you know, going to say that it's not a fa- uh, fact. I mean, because, look, the documentation is all there. If people want to find it, go and type in on a search engine, um, Typhoon Investigations Project Time. And you shall utterly be floored with all the documentation of treason that's just within that private firm's investigative report on the Bidens and the Chinese um, connections. Wow. It's pretty telling, man. It's, um, we're, we're kind of, people say, oh, Dave, you're in such a good mood for hearing all this stuff. Not really. But right now, you know, we're going to have to take the strategy of the Viet Cong and save your letters, save your letters. I'm not saying we are the Viet Cong. I'm talking about you'll have to be a gray man by day and you'll have to be a VC by night. And anyone who served in Vietnam or studied that war knows what I'm talking about. I'm not even advocating and I'm saying this is just going to happen. You know, and and I hate to say that today, but it is. It's going to happen. It is uh, to an extent happening right now. I don't know if you've seen the videos that have come out of Portland, Oregon, over the past couple of days. Oh yeah. Um, Proud you know, Boys and uh, yeah, Antifa. Full on, yeah, like uh, medieval warfare clashing in the streets. Yeah, it's uh, something to behold. And you know, like I said, when it comes down to that point in time, when it does, comp- when when uh, the country's hair lift as if it was the governor and everything begins to fall and crumble to a burning and smoldering center, folks, I'm telling you, do not be on the front lines. Yeah. Okay? There's going to be plenty of people that are already doing that and that are going to do that. You make sure you stay home, defend yourself, your family, and your property by whatever means necessary. What do you think? Well, Isolate? So, um fact we haven't even done any breaks (laughs) this is how fascinating this is and and i'll get my butt kicked if i don't but also too the audience should be upset with me because i'd be depriving them of what it is they need to hear about and one of them is john is intimating here storable food (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. listen we're in trouble supply chain is now taking another hit with china down to two ports because they've locked down uh, folks, I couldn't make this stuff up. This is how it is. This is the reality of what we're dealing with. And so what I'm saying to everybody here at this time is that you better get out of the system as much as you can. If you don't get out of the system, you're going to get your butt handed to you. That's a fact. It's a fact of life. And food is your first need. And so we say, 
go to preparewithdave.com. You'll get 25-year shelf life. You'll get 25% off the four-week emergency package, but you got to be smarter than the company. If you order all emergency packages, you'll get diversity in food, but you'll also get the same food, but you'll also get it for 25% less. So if you're ordering a year, bundle it under that banner. And it's a great deal, and you'll be out of danger. Remember, the food is for every member of your family. Listen to this now. Listen. You think, oh, I got a year's worth of food. For who? For me. Um, how many kids do you have? Seven. Uh-huh. How far do you think this is going to go now? And people don't often think about that. The other thing uh, that I'm really pushing people to is you got to get out of cash. Cash is trash. It's going to crash, folks. The banks are coming down. The market's coming down. It's only a matter of time. Now, you got some wiggle room. Now, if you got stock going on and making money, hey, stay with that for a while. The telltale signs are not there that you should get out. But the telltale signs are there that your banks are in trouble, your 401k, your IRA. Well, Noble Gold can help you with all that. They bulletproofed me. They can do the same thing for you. 877-646-5347 is the number to call. 877-646-5347. Now, one more thing. <laughs> I, You know, people kind of laugh at this, and there's nothing to laugh at. What do you think they're going to do? with communications, what, what do you think they're going to do? Completely cut them off. Exactly. Shut down. Exactly. Total, so, so totally. John, I, I've hooked up with a sat phone company. These guys are mm -hmm. awesome. I mean, they're not good. They're awesome. And they're reasonable. I pay one-fourth the cost of my cell phone bill for my sat phone. And the sat phone can't be taken down unless they take down the satellites. And see, they're hooked up to multiple satellites. It's not a matter of taking down a satellite. Or you could take the phone right out of the person's hand. But my fear is this, is that my family would be in the nearest city, which is Phoenix, and they'd be in different parts of the city, and I wouldn't know how to get a hold of them. We couldn't rally. We couldn't get together. In fact, this kind of parallels what I asked the great Green Beret, John um, Moore, um, direct decorated hero. And I said, John, what was your scariest moment in combat? He goes, in combat, he said, Dave, it's when we lost communications. I said, mm -hmm. really? I said, and that's my fear, too. So the satellite phone can hook you up, folks, and they can answer all your questions. The number to call is 855-980-5830, 855-980-5830. Tell them, Dave Hodges told you to call. See, ladies and gentlemen, just one thing before we go back to John, as we put a cap on this, um, we move in that direction. I turned down 90% of all advertising that comes our way. Why? Because I pick things that I think you may very well need. And the more dire the need, the more I'm tuned into it. And really, these three things we just talked about, you say, well, why do I need noble gold? Well, after a crisis, you're going to survive, right? You're going to get through it. Do you want to get through it as a pauper? Or do you want to come out of it with some gold, silver, crypto, whatever it would be, or any combination thereof? and your neighbors got destroyed financially, you're sitting there and you're in pretty good shape, who's going to be the rich guy in the city? It's going to be you. That's why you do this. True. So, John, I'm not just preparing to get through what's coming. I'm preparing to thrive after it comes. 
Absolutely, and as anybody should be doing, you know, um, speaking of all, upon the satellite phones, that's very, very important, Dave, because remember here, where the past two and a half years, they were starting to take down all the repeaters mm -hmm. over on the West Coast, and, you know, you aren't going to be able to communicate with a ham radio unless you have repeaters to bounce your single off different towers. So it's, it's imperative that people listen to your promotions, call those numbers, and get in contact with people to set them up to... Uh, prevail in these harsh uh, trying times that we are just beginning to meander wander into I know I know it's just, it's just so upsetting to me that people um, they just look at this as a commercial and I'm saying no this is about saving your life preserving your lifestyle but also probably in many cases saving your life you see to me you know, do we get some remuneration from the commissions? Yes, we do, absolutely. Um, and, and, and I'm treated very fairly by the people we represent. I have great people I work with. But the reality is, I have to face all of you when this is over. Long after I'm taken off the air, and hopefully we all survive, and I have to look at you and I have to say, I did my best for my nation and my community. And this is why I do the show. That's why we bring you the products we do. That's why we bring you the guests we do. Because, ladies and gentlemen, the Chinese want you dead. And I think, John, this is a good bending point here for what you brought up earlier. Uh, a lot of times we don't mention the end goal here. And people say, conspiracy? Yes, it is a conspiracy. They want you dead. They want total depopulation. And I'll refer to, and you can look it up on my website on the search engine there, Weifeng, W-E-I-F-E-N-G-H-E, he delivered a speech to the CCP that got leaked. And interesting, I just mentioned John Moore. John was one of the recipients. Paul Moore, Paul Martin was one of the recipients, and I was. And we validated the speech. And in the speech, he said, we need to expand to America. We can't take care of our population. We can't meet our industrial needs, blah, 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 blah. we got to occupy America. But we're not interested in co-occupancy. He said very specifically, we will use race-specific bioweapons to get rid of everybody but the 14 million people of Chinese descent living in the country. That's a fact, <clears throat> folks. We, we That's, their policy. That's their policy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, I mean, like I said, Dave, I don't doubt it that that's already began. I think... Um, from seeing this very first beginning of what was taking place with China and the Wuhan flu and all this other insanity. And now, you know, 14 days to stem the curve. Now you've got to get a booster shot of, uh, you know, poison to get, make sure they can really do you in good. Um, the thing that I really saw and was paying attention to is how the military was staging. And when I see military out in the, out in the, out across the country, with decontamination tents and in mop level four gear, that's some pretty serious heavy duty um, mission oriented protective postures. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you think? <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh my God. It just, we're so under attack from so many different ways. Um, it's kind of like that old poem. How many ways do I love you? Let me count the ways. <laughs> Let me count well, th the this ways. is infinite. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know how many there are, a hundred? It's absolutely if, insanity. If, if not more, you know, and Dave, I was hearing um, just a while ago that I guess uh, flights from Afghanistan full of Afghani nationals are landing on the east coast of the United States. Uh-huh. 
You Don't know? bring your Sharia law with you. We ain't going to tolerate it. No, absolutely not. You know, and if you're going to come here and you're going to assimilate and be a good uh, American citizen, hey, all for it. But at least do it legally. Don't come sneaking in on a flight. Don't come floating in across the Rio Grande. Don't come jumping over a border fence. No, absolutely not. And, I mean, that's the problem. I mean, we are – the country is being um, usurped from within and from without. I mean, this – the United States of America is under full-fledged attack. And I know you saw the other day where um, – who was it come out and said uh, the naval chief uh, – oh, come on. Na let me look here. I got this. Uh, US Army. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, U.S. Navy commander warns of national, um, <clears throat> a national uh, emergency pertaining to people rising up against forced mandate of vaccination. Yeah, absolutely. And and as today, the FDA said, hey, well, guess what? You know, um, it's safe. So they're jumping on this mandatory bandwagon and even the military now officially too as well. Well, we just had the uh, experimental vaccine declared to be valid. Of course, they don't have any data to support what they said. We just declare it. See, we have science by decree now. That's uh, how things are being done. Science by decree. Isn't that a nice thing that we do? Hey, we don't have to have any science, no. In fact, you know how they tested the booster? They go, the booster's valid. They just gave the original clinical group extra injections. I kid you not. And yeah. and they never they never used a placebo or a control group. It wasn't double blind. And I said, excuse me, you don't have an experiment. You're missing no. all the elements of an experiment. Heck, you, you know, you get sixth grade mm -hmm. science kid could tell you this. Right, it's crazy. Right. It's crazy. Yes. I mean, this is it's technocracy by uh, uh, medical. Uh, uh, come on, why am I not? Why am I not? Why am I drawing a blank here? Well, medical. Uh, you may have to help me out this. Why am I drawing a blank? Well, I mean, medical tyranny. Yes, but um, I mean, it, it's being put forth through a form of technocracy too i mean th this is uh you know as i can see it you know this is for all the marbles and people had better get on the ball and pay attention to all of these things going on or you're going to be uh one of those sitting by the wayside oh my god i wish i'd have known i wish i'd done something i wish i could have uh, at least prepared if anything you know you don't want to be that person that's going to be going to the FEMA camp to try and ask for a handout because you go in there, you will not be coming out. And I want to tell that document again, Dave, it's imperative that people look this up in a PDF format, 3-39.40 yeah, field manual, 3-39.40. And it literally, within this document, it shows you the containment facilities in blueprints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm familiar Thanks for sending it to me. It's fantastic stuff, but so disturbing. It's unbelievable. Um, we got just a couple minutes left. Let's talk about how people can follow you, because I know Absolutely. you'll be talking about this in more detail. Yes. Uh, uh, every Saturday, I do a broadcast at revolution.radio, freedomslips.com, Studio A, called The Unequivocal Truth, DEFCON 1 with me, your host, John Wayne. 
Tell us what you cover. Oh, my goodness. Um, stuff like what we just covered this evening, um, amongst all the other breaking news that I can get my hands on that is uh, coming out in a weekly basis, you know, the news, it's really something to behold. You know, it would be used to be able to take a whole week and cover just about everything. Now, yeah. everything that goes on in a week, you don't have enough to, I mean, you have so much to cover, you can't even do it in four days. And that's the truth. Every, well, that's every, the truth. Everything that's pressing in our current paradigm for which we see it is what I talk about. What kind of guests do you have on? Oh, my. I mean, I've had quite a few different folks on. I haven't had on uh, you for uh, absolutely. Yes, you. I've been on a couple uh, times. Yeah. I've had uh, Leo Zagami, Marshall Masters, uh, uh, quite a few different folks, um, Peter Kling, you know, uh, just just whoever I can get on to come on air and say, hey, man, yeah, we're all on this uh, little rock together here floating in space, and we got to do something about it to preserve it. Because, my goodness, there's people that don't want us to preserve anything for our own selves, our family, or our future. And we cannot allow that to happen. No, I mean, I'm always looking for other people to come on to. I mean, if anybody wants to look out and reach out and get a hold of me, just uh, unequivocaltruth00 at gmail.com. That's my uh, email for my uh, broadcast. So if anybody needs to get a hold or throw throw a shout-out, feel more than free to jump there, too. I'm going to ask you a really stupid question, John. There's no stupid question. Oh, this is stupid, because I think it's stupid when I get asked this, but I think it's time that we start talking about it. How long do you think we have till things are, we're in total captivity? um, By 2030, you know, uh, Klaus Schwab, the Great Reset, um, uh, Event 201, all of that, you know, I think by 2030, but things are really going to pick up and be heavy, heavy, heavy within the next three years, if not sooner, I believe. I think the process is going to start this fall, mm-hmm. and I think there's going to be massive bloodshed. I just wish we could avert it. My God, this is did, the last thing. Did you know that uh, NATO's taken over the Na- the uh, NATO NATO's taken over the Norfolk uh, shipyard? I thought I'd read somewhere about that. Yes. Yeah, NATO does not belong on our shore. There's no military yeah. reason for them to be here, except they're going to be Biden's enforcement troops in case the American military won't back up his edicts. Mm-hmm. That's right. And alongside the UN. Yep. I guarantee you that's why they're here. And let's not forget a year and a half ago, the UN took over the Salt Palace in Utah City, where the Utah Jazz used to play basketball. Mm-hmm. It's their base of operations. And they'll be bringing the Chai Coms wearing blue helmets. Folks, it's all planned. I mean, we've talked. It's It's kind of funny. I remember when Mike Adams called me about a year and a half ago. He goes... Dave, you took a lot of hits on talking about Chinese troops on the border. And I said, yes, Mike, I did. Um, and he was host guest hosting for InfoWars. He goes, would you come on and talk about it? And I said, I'd be happy to. And uh, he gave me a lot of credit, tremendous praise. Um, but he said, a lot of people thought you had lost your mind. And I said, a lot of what we've talked about, and I'm sure you've noticed this, a lot of what we tell people, sometimes it's five to seven to ten years ahead of time because we see the documents and we know they're going to do it someday. We just don't know what day. Folks, what's coming is no longer coming. It's already here. John, we got a scoop. We're right against the wall. Thanks for joining us. Great show. Thanks for having me. Godspeed, Dave.